This morning I want to talk to you about victory in the valley. David said in Psalms 23 in verse number 4, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. I'm going to tell you in just a few moments why we have no reason to fear in the valley. As we look about, as we talk about the valley, there's some things that I want to point out to you this morning. And uh, first of all, let's look at what, a, what is a valley. Physically, a valley is a deep hollow between two mountains. It's a lowland that's flanked on both sides by highlands. In this valley, there's always deep waters. There's streams. There's uh, wells flowing. There's waterfalls. In this valley, in the valleys, there's green grass, and it's good for the sheep. And shepherds knew they liked this area because it, was all had, it always had plenty of water. There was always grass for the sheep to eat. The mountains blocked the sun. And so in the heat of the day, it was cool. And so David knew a little bit about these valleys. No doubt he had carried his sheep many times, amen, through the different valleys looking uh, for a place. Amen. David said uh, that the Lord is my shepherd. You see, we have a great shepherd. He knows where to lead us and he knows when to lead us there. He never leaves us alone. And thank God at the end of the day when he puts the 99 in the fold and he counts them all and he realizes I'm supposed to have a 100. And he, the Bible says he put the 99 and he made sure they were safe and they were fed and they were watered. Amen. God's concerned about you here this morning. Amen. But then he didn't go to his house and eat supper and get a good night rest. Amen. The Bible says the shepherd went back out in search of that one. One lost sheep. I was that one lost sheep one time. You were that one lost sheep one time. And I'm telling you, there's still millions of one lost sheep out there. And God is concerned about every single one of them. And he said, I'm not willing that any should perish, but all would come to repentance. He's a good shepherd and he wants to lead us today and he's looking. But in those green pastures and in the still waters, we find that there's dangers in those valleys. Because, you know, not only uh, do, do uh, you know, people like to go and get out of the, 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 the heat and he leaves the little innocent lambs there. But guess what else likes to find those same things? Lions and bears and wolves and snakes. And Godzilla, oh, well, maybe not Godzilla, but <laughs> things that lurk in the, in the shadows of the rocks and all of the poisonous spiders and snakes and all the things that like to get in dark, cool places. And so when you're in the valley, there's always that risk of attack. We've got to be on guard. It's not just all about frolicking, or as Tiny Tim used to say, tiptoeing through the tulips. <laughs> 
And so here we see that in the valley, I mean, there can be thunderstorms that come up very quickly. The rivers can turn into raging rivers of floods and wash things away. There's always falling rocks as we travel around and we start getting up into the mountains in different areas. There's always signs that says, caution, danger, falling rocks. And all the time, you, find, you see big boulders falling on the side of the road and rocks out in there and all. But you never know. And so there's so many dangers there when you're in the valley. But you know what? Have you ever been to the mountaintop? We always talk about mountaintops and we always want to go there. But did you know there's not much living done there? If you've ever been to a mountaintop, it's very desolate. It's very rocky. The air is very thin. The breathing's a little hard. Oh, listen, you get a beautiful view of where you're going. But you really can't grow there. You can't thrive there. That's not a place, Amy, that you can really put down your roots. Amy, you've kind of kind of come on down. Listen, the growing takes place in the valley. Thank God that he allows us to ascend to the mountaintop sometime. And we get to see a glimpse of where we're going. But then we've got to buckle down. And we've got to make our way through the hardships of life. And we've got to get up on Monday morning and go back to that job. We've got to get back in that marriage and work on that relationship. We've got to raise those children. And you know what? Those are not all mountaintop experiences. Everybody's not shouting hallelujah every day. Sometimes it's, it's discouraging and it's depressing and it's, it's wearisome. But you know what? Amen. It's worth it because God, I mean, when we see a glimpse of where we're going, it's God allows that so that we can come back down and work hard to accomplish all the purpose and the plans he has for our life. David said, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. You see, death for a child of God and a Christian is nothing. Oh, death, where's thy sting? Oh, grave, where's your victory? You see, Jesus has taken the sting out of death. Amen. There's nothing there. We take our last breath here and we take our next breath in eternity. Jesus, amen, wipes away all tears from our eyes. So we, have, we don't fear death. Did you know that 99%, if not 99.9%, .9 of the things most people fear never happen you see it's just a shadow it's not really something that can hurt you and the devil's constantly casting shadows to cause you to fear what is a shadow a shadow is a figure produced by the blockage of light by another figure it's not the real thing it's a representative of it the shadow of a dog cannot bite the shadow of a gun cannot kill. The shadow of a serpent cannot bite. You see, it's just a shadow. And no matter how dark the shadow is, amen, it just reminds us, amen, that there's light on the other side. So when something comes between you and the light, and how many knows who's the light? Woo, Jesus is the light of the world. Amen. He is the one that shines brighter than the morning star. And he is the one that lights our way. His word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. But sometimes, amen, the enemy puts a, he steps in between me and the light. 
He cast a shadow. Maybe, amen, it's a, a shadow of health. Maybe it's a shadow of finances. Maybe today it's a valley, a valley that you're going through in marriage. Maybe it's a valley that you're battling in your own mind from, from your past. And Chrissy said it today and we sang it. You don't, you don't have time to maintain those regrets. See, just a few minutes ago, you prayed and you asked God to forgive you of all of your past and it doesn't exist anymore. So stop worrying about it in fear and it's covered, it's forgiven. Amen, I cause the enemy. Amen, let the light shine through that shadow and let the brightness come back into your life. God is able to cause those shadows to be dispelled. Thank God, amen, as we begin to preserve our life, as we begin to walk through that valley. And listen, life is made up of valleys and hills. Mama used to sing a song, I've got one more valley, one more hill, one more curve in life's road, maybe one more mile to go, and then I'll lay down my heavy load when we get home. It's my favorite verse. Don't let Satan see your fears. Learn to smile through your tears. Lift your head up high and give this world a smile. It will be worth it all someday. Something. <laughs> it's just going to be worth it all someday, even if I can't remember the rest of the song. Oh, it's all going to be worth it. Amen. And we go through valleys and hills and mountains and we get to climb to the top sometime. And we think we've made it and we get up there and we go, woohoo! And then we look around and go, well, there's really nothing to do up here. I've got to climb back down where I can get my hands on the purpose and the calling of God. I've got to get back down where people live. Can I tell you, the majority of the world lives in the valley. We've got to get in there and minister to them and love on them. Amen. We're in this world, but we're not of this world. I've ascended, amen, to the mountain, but I'm going to go back into the valley and tell people there's hope and there's joy and this is just a shadow and Jesus is the light and he can shine through your darkness. Now let me give you just three points about getting victory in the valley. Number one, the valley is not permanent. Can I get an amen? What you're going through today, your hardship, your trial, your battle is not uh, permanent. My daddy used to always uh, use that scripture and even kind of twist it a little bit where the Bible says, and it came to pass, and it came to pass. Amen. Daddy would always say, son, it didn't come to stay. It just came to pass. Whatever you're going through will pass. This too shall pass. Amen. You've got to be faithful. You've got to hold on. You've got to fight through the darkness. When those shadows of doubt and shadows of fear and shadows of sickness and shadows of death cast upon us. Amen. We just need to know, Father, I know you're on the other side. Your light is shining. So many times if you've ever flown on an airplane, 
Amen. We've been on the ground and it would be, be a, a storm or it would be dark and gray and ugly and all of a sudden you would rise and you would go through those clouds and you can't see anything and it's ugly and it's dark and it's dreary and all of a sudden you break through the clouds and you get up on top of it and the sun is the most brilliant, bright you have ever seen and you look down on all of that stuff and you realize up above it, I'm telling you, it's beautiful, it's glorious and you just can say well you know this that, that storm down there doesn't affect me a bit we just have to know just because there's storms that are overshadowed the sun's still shining the clouds are just cast in a shadow and we just have to allow the holy spirit amen to lift us up amen and take us above the shadows into his almighty hands the valley is not permanent this is just a season you're going through don't give up don't get impatient learn what you need to learn in the valley I'm telling you amen the children of Israel wandered for 40 years in the wilderness and you know what one of the scriptures says why it says so that they would see what was in their heart Lord help me take a quick glance and learn fast Man, I don't want to keep going through the same things over and over. I don't want to keep wandering in the wilderness because God's trying to show me what's in my heart. Lord, let's, take, let's get down to business. Let's find out what's in there. Let's repent of it. Let's get it out. And let's move on. And let's get out of this situation. Amen? It's not forever. This is just a season. So learn, young people, school's not forever. It just feels like it. But it's not. All of a sudden, you'll wake up one day and you're graduating. Then you're going to college, and it seems like forever, and then you get out, and then you, you feel like I'm never, ever, ever going to get married, and then you do, and it feels like forever. Oh, no, no, me, I'm sorry. I mean, it felt like forever to get married. The man went to the, gentleman went to the doctor. The doctor said, sir, you have six months to live. And he said, oh, Doc, what, what, what can I do? He said, what you need to do is move to the hills of Arkansas. Marry the meanest, ugliest woman you can find. The man said, well, will I live longer? He said, no, but it'll feel like it. <laughs> the valley is not permanent. This is just a season that we're going through and you're going to be out of it. Amen? But David said, yea, though I walk through it. Listen, you're going to go through trials and tribulations. Jesus said it. In this world, you have tribulations. You will have them. But be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. And he said, if I'm with you and I'm walking in you, amen, there's nothing by any means can harm you, then why are we afraid? But David said, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Now, you know what a valley is. You know what shadows are. Then David said, I will fear no evil. You see, what valleys do, what darkness does, is it brings fear. The enemy, everything he does, he operates by fear. Most people do things based on fear. They're afraid you know, they, they, they react out of fear. Uh, why did you do that? Why did you commit that? Why did you? Well, I was afraid. I was afraid somebody else was going to hurt me, so I hurt them. I was afraid uh, that I was going to die, so I did some drastic thing. And I, people are, are looking for all these different things, and they're doing all this crazy, and they're motivated by fear. 
Listen, do not live your life motivated by fear. You need to walk in faith. You see, Webster declares that the opposite of fear is boldness. But the Bible declares it's faith. It's not just being brave. It's not just standing up and saying, I ain't scared. That's not what it's about walking by faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. It's Abraham calling those things not as though they were. Uh, I mean, <clears throat> no, he called them, he called the, what they were when they were not. He called those things that were not as though they were. That's right. That's, I said it right the first time. Listen, we've got to begin to declare some things. We've got to begin to walk in some liberty and some life. And we've got to begin to say, you know what? Yeah, in my human uh, uh, attributes, I'm a little apprehensive. I, I could be a little fearful. But the Bible declares he has not given you a spirit of fear. You know what that tells me? Fear is a spirit. It's a demonic spirit. It's not from heaven. It's from hell. And the enemy wants to keep you paralyzed. How many's ever had a dream, or maybe it literally happened to you, where literally you were so scared you couldn't move? Because fear paralyzes you. It'll paralyze you naturally, physically, spiritually, emotionally. People are living in relationships where they're, they're, they're mentally and emotionally uh, paralyzed because of fear. Uh, fear of rejection, fear of, of desertion, fear of all these different kind of things. We, 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 we operate in the business world by fear. Now listen, that's not a way to live. We live in marriages with fear. I'm telling you, we've got to step out of that realm and we've got to step into the realm of faith where we believe that God, amen, loves us and he wants things to work out. He loves us and he wants to bless us. Amen, he died for our sins and so my eternity is taken care of but he wants to work things out down here on earth he wants me to live in love and live in peace and live in joy he said I'll supply all of your needs according to your, his riches and glory so God's going to pay your bills not a, according to your bank account but according to his so we've got to stop worrying ever 31st you ever have more month than money yeah, yeah. But there's, listen, there's a difference in being a little short and believing God and trusting God and knowing He'll make a way and getting out and working a little harder. And you, you do what you can do, and God will do what He can do. And so we just can't be paralyzed by fear. We've got to walk in faith. And here's the reason, okay? You ready? Last point. David said, I will fear no evil for Thou. Now I want to show you something about the valley. The valley causes you to look at the shepherd in a whole different light. I want you to notice at the beginning of the psalm, the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want. He leadeth me. He maketh me. He restoreth me. You know, there's a whole lot of Christians that are living kind of, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're saved and they're in church, but God is kind of this distant, he's, he's the man upstairs, you know, he's out there in the universe somewhere, and, uh, you know, he, he's a, he's a far away, distant uh, God, and uh, there, there's no real closeness and relationship, but, you know, the, in, and I, I'm, I'm the one preaching this, so I can say it the way I want to, can I, Brother Wedge? 
See, when, we, when we're preaching things, we, have the, the, we, can, we can preach it how we want to. I know David had a close relationship with God. And I know, you know, he knew him as his father. But let, just for, for preaching's sake and for, for, for helping our mind a little bit, when, when he was saying, let's say when he was saying he, he was just talking about, yeah, that's, that's somebody way up there, way out there. He can do it. I know he can. And then verse 4 comes along. And he got in a valley. And the enemy was present. And danger was present. And trouble was present. And all of a sudden, it's not he anymore. It's thou. It's you. All of a sudden, the terms of endearment, all of a sudden, the relationship begins to close. How many, how many knows when you're a kid and... Uh, Let's use this example. You're a kid and you're in Walmart and, you know, you're out doing your own thing and you're watching mama from a distance and, you know, there she, there she is and, you know, yeah, that's her and all of a sudden. But then you get scared. Somebody's trying to get you and all of a sudden we go, mama! It ain't her anymore. It's not she. It's mama. And you go running to mama and you hide behind mama and you get behind mama's skirt. I'm telling you, fear should make you run to the shepherd, not run away from him. The valley sometimes is good for you because it makes you draw nigh unto the shepherd. It should make you get on your knees and pray a little bit. Amen. It should change your relationship a little bit. It shouldn't just be he, you know, he's a good God. He's out there somewhere in the universe. Yeah, someday he's coming back. I'm telling you, you should get this, this close personal relationship. You, you are my friend. I'm telling you, I know you and I love you and I'm drawing close to you. The valley should change your perspective and it should change your relationship with the shepherd. Before he said, he maketh, he leadeth, he restoreth. But after the valley, he said, thou art with me, thy rod and staff, thou preparest a table, thou anointest my head with oil. Listen, when you go through some stuff, you just get a different perspective of our heavenly father. You realize He's as close as the mention of his name. He's a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. He'll never leave me. He'll never forsake me. He loves me. Oh, how he loves me. Oh, how he loves you. Today, I don't know what kind of valley that you're going through. But I just know as a human, we go through them. And you're going to go through them. But guess what? They're not forever. They're, you know, valleys do have ends. You go in one end, you can go out the other. You can make your way up those narrow paths. You know, how many knows there's no elevator out of the valley? Wouldn't that be easy? Just get on ding-ding, get on top, please. No, there, there's, little, there's little crooked paths. There's steep cliffs. There's some rough terrain. You've got to walk it. You've got to climb it. You've got to make an effort. But guess what? We get to the top. Can I get an amen? amen? 
We're going to get to the top. We're going to overcome. Amen. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. This came to pass. So let me give it to you. The valley is not permanent. Amen. You need to walk by faith and not fear. And the valley changes your relationship. So you know what? Next time you start to go in a valley, say, Lord, I'm not worried. I'm not afraid. You're walking with me. I know that you've put me here for a reason. I'm going to learn what it is. I'm not going to react out of fear. I'm going to walk in faith. And this trial is just going to make my relationship with you even stronger than it is today. Amen? Come on, give Jesus a big hand clap of praise today.